0: Coming up next on The Jeff Crilly Show, you'll meet a very successful detective with the Irving Police Department who's about to launch a true crimes podcast. His story just ahead. well, from my history of doing 25 years of TV news, I, I covered a lot of national news stories, true crime stories. And and in the years after TV news, I've gotten invited on some of these shows that kind of reexamine these these uh, cases that happened some 25 years ago in my life. And um, a man who's in the studio right now is a very successful detective with the Irving Police Department. Scott Hudgens is in the studio. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So let's talk about true crimes in general? I mean, the, the nation is obsessed with this,
1: aren't we? Yeah, uh, you know, obviously if you look at, uh, if you watch TV, uh, almost every other show on, on your network uh, network channels are um, uh, crime-related shows. Um, you know, there's, there's just a, a fascination to it. They're, they're very interesting. Uh, it's very interesting to see how some of these cases go from, you know, you have seemingly absolutely nothing to uh the case being solved yes so and a and, lot of steps in between
0: and i think it's really cool with the um, you know development of dna and all the technology that sometimes we can go back to cold cases from 20 30 years ago and actually solve them absolutely which is absolutely re- really cool yes more on that in a minute i want to talk about your your career so you actually started in, in baton rouge
1: i did i did uh almost 17 years ago okay so tell yeah. us about yeah. baton rouge what was that like so baton rouge uh baton rouge is very interesting that's where i learned to become a a a police officer it's where i learned to become a a street cop um that's kind of a foundation to becoming a detective is uh being a being a patrol officer Uh, that's where you learn how to talk to these people um on the on the streets that you that you deal with on a regular basis um and so that's where i i i learned um you know to do some of those things um it you know there's a lot of crime in the city um, you know, so we stayed, we stayed pretty busy. Sure. Um, we stayed, you know, a lot of violent crime. Yeah. So, uh, and then, and then when did you move to, to Irving? So I moved to Irving back in
0: 2015. Gotcha. Okay. What, what was the impetus for moving to Irving? So
1: actually it had nothing to do with my job. Okay. Um, so I was a homicide detective at the time and, uh, my wife had a job opportunity here in Dallas, Fort Worth. Uh, which was uh, something we I had to look at as a family. Uh, we didn't have kids yet. Initially, I was you know on the fence about it. I said, "Hey, I'm a homicide detective. I'm really enjoying my work here. You know, sure. it's important work. Um, you know, this is, isn't something you can get into from from day one." So if I said, "Hey, I'll take a look at it and we'll 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 see what happens." So uh, sure enough, um, I, I uh, applied to the Airbnb Police Department, and next thing you know, we we're, we're Living in Irving, Texas.
0: Wow. Yeah. And you've had a very successful career with Irving. In fact, we've got a picture. This is you've uh, received numerous awards, but this is one of them. And you were telling me just before the show uh, how you got this, uh, this certificate of merit.
1: Yeah. So this, this uh, incident was when I was a patrol officer, um, I believe, back in 2017. Uh, I was dispatched to a, uh, a man that was in a, in a mental health crisis uh, he was sitting on the edge of a bridge over an overpass, uh, on an overpass uh, of over one of our local freeways in Irving. Um, I was the first officer on scene, um, and I immediately started uh, talking to the, to the man. Um, I, w- I was negotiating with him, kind of built a little rapport with him. And, um, you know, I, I was able to, you know, one of the things he was really concerned about was he thought we were going to come in there and hurt him. And I said, I, you know, one of the things I specifically remember was saying, I promise you, we will not hurt you. We just want to help you. And uh, after a little while of talking back and forth with him, um, I was able to get him over the ledge. And we were able to uh, successfully take him in custody, not to jail, but to a mental health facility so that he can get the uh, care he needed. Wow.
0: Well, let's stay with that scene for a minute. I can only imagine the pressure that you're under. Uh I mean, if, if he jumps, you, you would live with that guilt for forever, right? You would play that out in your mind. Yeah, all in,
1: in a situation like that, it, it, it can be tough. You always wonder, uh, what could I have done differently? Right. Um, you know, it, you try not to beat, your, beat yourself up too bad. Sure. Uh, but you, you can't help but to wonder, what, what could I have done differently? What, what could we have changed here to make it a more successful outcome? Um, but it's, it's nice when you do have a successful outcome like that, awesome. um, and you can get somebody the help they need. Yeah, and it's wonderful that your department is recognizing you for that. So
0: I want to talk about what you currently do, which is crimes against children. And right. um, we were talking before the show that you know this is, this is one of those types of uh, law enforcement where everybody agrees um, the victim is the victim. Talk more about that. Correct, correct.
1: Yeah. When you're dealing with children, uh, particularly younger children, younger children are true victims in the sense that they, they, they're, they can't get out of situations on their own. They're relying on an adult figure somewhere in their life to, uh, to help them uh, in every aspect of, of their lives. And so when they are um, victimized, uh, they can't just get out of a situation. Sure, They're too young they obviously they don't have an income They're, you know, they, right. they just can't help themselves the way an adult can. So, um, you know, and they're, they're truly innocent. They really are. They're, they're truly innocent. They didn't ask for this. They didn't put themselves in, in certain positions. Right. They were just victimized, uh, based on their innocence sometimes.
0: Wow. Well, I can tell from looking in your eyes, uh, Scott, that you uh, really have kind of a, almost a pastoral heart. I mean, you, you really care. Do you, you probably end up taking some of these cases home and thinking about them, huh?
1: Yeah, you can't help it. Um, you know, some of these cases, uh, they really do kind of eat at you at times. Um, you know, you always want to do, you know, kind of the same thing you want to do with the best you can do to, to get these kids out of the situation. You want to get the justice that they can't get on their own. Yes. Um, and, and hopefully send the message that in, in our society, you know, the victimization of children is not going to be salt rated. Yes. And you're about to launch
0: a very successful podcast. <laughs> so what uh, have you already started thinking about episodes that you'd like to explore? Are there some cases that come to mind? Yeah.
1: You know, honestly, there's there's a, um, a lot of different cases. I've taken a lot of different notes as things come to my head uh, when I do this. Uh, some of these cases are. Um, you know that I, I have personal uh, knowledge of. I've been involved with uh, some of these cases where I may have not been personally involved, but people within my department, whether it's in Irving or Baton Rouge, mm-hmm. have been involved with these cases. Um, but there are a lot of cases that I have in mind that uh, I would like to um, feature that are from all over the country. Sure. From uh, and, and talk to various detectives from from the you know NYPD to the LAPD and everywhere in between. Um, as well as talk to, to figureheads, sure. chiefs of police and, and so forth during some of
0: these incidents. And I think it's fascinating, especially, you know, in hindsight. So when you, when you think I was a media guy for 25 years, in the heat of the moment, there's only so much that you can reveal to the media or so much that becomes public. But then 20 years later, people start to talk. So on some of these true crime uh, episodes, you're starting to reveal a truth that has never been told.
1: Yeah. You know, you, you get some of these cases and, and some of these cold cases. And, and it's amazing how sometimes some of these cases come about. Uh, sometimes it can be years down the line where uh, somebody else gets in trouble for something and they say, hey, I got a little bit of knowledge you might want to know about if you can kind of help me. Right. And uh, and and you know, obviously, it depends on the situation whether we can help them, and a lot of that's up to can be up to the district attorney's office, um, and and their respective uh, jurisdictions. But uh, there are some things that, that come up every now and then that you know, hey, that's that that bit of information is the missing information we had when we had the case. Yeah, and so we go back to some of these cold cases sometimes and. And I, and I love it. I mean I'm I'm wishing this for you in advance that you're able to
0: uh reexamine some cases that haven't been uh looked at in many years and and maybe uh push them back up to the top of the agenda for whatever police department uh should be addressing yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I or, hope so. Uh, we can uh hope we can help and hope we can show uh some of the great uh detective work that detectives all over this country are doing. Um there are some some uh you know super detectives out there that that are uh, very dedicated in their work and their craft, and they're very good at what they do, and um, and they bring justice to, uh, to victims every day across this country.
0: Outstanding. Well, Scott, thank you for coming on the show and sharing your journey. We're going to end Jeff. with the uh, Irving Police Department Facebook page. If you want to get a hold of Scott, you can certainly get a hold of him through the Irving PD. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very much, Jeff. You bet. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.